0: All right, guys, what is up? This is Juan with the, the Trailer Parts Outlet and Full Sin. We're here again at NATDA, and I got Corey with me from HSI Duratech. And uh, funny thing is we both manufacture axles. So it's going to be an interesting conversation because there's a lot of topic that's going on around in the show with what the hell's going on in the industry right now. So before, before I go any further, I'm going to let Corey introduce himself, and uh, here we go.
1: Hey, Juan. Hey, everyone, how you doing? Uh, I'm glad to be on full send with you, Juan. And uh, yeah, so we're out of Des Moines, Iowa. My name is Corey Rice. I work with HSI Duratech. You can find us in the heart and the capital of the of Iowa. Um, yeah, so we're building trailer axles. We yeah. are building trailer axles.
0: So how that, so how'd you get into building trailer axles?
1: All right, so the story is this, right? Is, uh, you know, about, I think seven, eight years ago, um, Dexter, Bought out a company called Axis, out of Indiana, okay, and they basically got rid of all the people that that were there, right? And uh, so what we did is we took Axis's old uh, management, brought them up to Iowa, brought all their equipment up with us, and uh, we started a company to build trailer axles because there was a huge neglect and gap in in the Midwest.
0: I think there's a huge gap all across the country right now, but we'll get into that one a little bit later in this, in this, in this, in this podcast, but no, carry on, carry on.
1: So originally, uh, we, we were in the tire and wheel industry, uh, for, for trailers and RVs and, um, in mobile homes and whatnot, and, and uh, you know, there's a few other companies that kind of the same situation. They came in, they, they drove the, the, the margins down. It uh, didn't make sense for us to stay in that. Uh, we're a smaller family-owned company. Yeah. You know, Signed, and yeah. um, and we cater to other smaller family-owned companies. And uh, and so, you know, it, it made sense for us at the time to get into the axle industry. You know, so um, it's, been, it's been a road. It's it been has, a road. It has.
0: Know? And I will say that the last – I've been in this game for four years. And it's been very interesting in these last four years on how everything has turned from lead times to axle manufacturing to just a service you get to when shit hits the fan and they send you the wrong shit and it's not getting taken care of in a timely manner. And then you're like us, how we got started was our retail side. We're a retail store and we didn't even consider getting into the axle manufacturing, but. Like you said a minute ago, there was such a gap that wasn't getting fulfilled, and we're going through, I will say, at the time, because 2000 or 2020, 2021, if you didn't peak, there was a problem, because right. as a business, you should have grown, because of so much people buying online, or just, you know, buying, 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 because of COVID, so they needed shit to do, so repairing a trailer, or building a trailer, is what a lot of the guys were doing for DIY projects. Right. And... We were going about three thousand axles, and we were only maybe getting a third of it. And it was always excuse after excuse from vendor to manufacturer to what's going on with the production. And we couldn't, you know, it's it was putting bad taste in our customers' mouth for our name because Absolutely. they don't look at the big brother, they don't look at the other person, right? And don't. I, I don't know if you you went through the same thing. We but did. It's they would go, they'd look at us, and they'd they basically bash us online and be keyword warriors, and, you know, oh, this is a shitty company. Well, in reality, all we're doing is just start providing the part that someone else is making. Right. So that's how we started getting building axles. We went to, we visited a guy in Elkhart, and he had a system, and uh, we, we liked it. It was simple. I will say that running operations... It never crossed my mind how much actually goes into it as far as inventory value that you can't really tie up anything else into it until you build the axle. Right. But being able to control how much inventory you have, or not even that, just how much stock you have on the yard, and being able to fulfill a customer's need when they're broke down right there on the spot is fucking great. And But now that's how we got into it because they couldn't service us no more, and we just like, oh, fuck it. You know, if you're not going to service us we'll do it
1: ourselves. Yeah.
0: I mean, yep. hell, yeah.
1: Yeah. So no. the biggest thing that I noticed here in the last four years was, I mean, obviously we all, everyone, the whole world stopped for the pandemic.
0: Yeah. The whole world Everything stopped. Everything. Shut you know? down. And, uh, yeah, nada.
1: I, that was one of the most interesting and trying times, not only in the trailer industry, but in all industries all over the world. Right. And uh, I will tell you somehow, some way we made it through that. I don't know. It was like seconds, seconds and inches. Right. We, you know, uh, needing to source this product, this, this other companies buying all the product Yeah. or these other two companies, I should say, right. Are buying up all the, they're buying up all the, the steel, the material, they're buying up the, all the spindles, and, yeah. they're buying up all the hubs and drums and just buying everything. And, and somehow, you know, it was just seemed like in that last second, we were always able to get what we needed, yeah. you know, and uh, we were very lucky for that, you know. And uh, that there's just a giant. I mean, we were so busy we couldn't keep up. We couldn't keep up because people needed axles. They weren't. They couldn't get them exactly. from the other guys. Uh, you know, and and uh, and we just we we couldn't keep up. We did the best we could. We did really. We did good. Our lead times, I think, at that point, got pushed out to six. You know, four four to four to six weeks. Yeah. You know, we were we were busy, and uh, and what I can tell you is that uh, it was a it was a learning experience. Um, yeah it's it, been it taught us yeah. that not to have all of our uh, you know all of our eggs in one basket yeah right yeah. Um, it absolutely did and uh, and, and it also what it did open the door to to provide a service to a lot of, of these other manufacturers these other dealers uh, these other repair shops that uh, may have been ordering axles from someone else yeah. they were calling us up and asking hey can you help us out because we can't get a hold of anyone
0: yeah you know and yeah no I know exactly what you mean and like, for us, we really don't even push everything that we're... I don't really push to the wholesale. I don't push to the manufacturers. And I could, right. but... Right now, what we have is... But what I have right now is just enough to service my needs. And I don't want to overshoot my promise like other people do, right. like other companies are doing. And then you're stuck out 16 weeks for axles, right. 8 weeks for axles. And then when you get the wrong shit or they get half the shit you need, it's... You, you look like the look, asshole that can't deliver anything. Absolutely. So Absolutely. No, so it,
1: we have a one-week lead. I know, I know it's very similar. So we have a one-week lead time. Yeah. Right? And we're doing both torsions and we're doing spring axles. See, I'm you know? jealous. I'm jealous.
0: That's all right. I, I,
1: I think there's room for us to, to work yeah, together no, on this. No, there, so there, the there is. There we, is. We've that's been talking. Thing. We've there's been no talking. There's no reason for us to be giving business to the other guys. No. We should be working together. Yeah. We I mean, should be working together.
0: And I'll just go ahead and name it. We got... Us two, Brewster, Axles Plus, and I think a couple other ones. So I mean, if we wanted to, if we want, I mean, the the Union of Axles or Axles of Union, or make a name for it, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's. Heck, we 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 can, yeah. Exactly what it is, right? I mean, we're all, and like you said, we're not crossing each other's lines, and but even if we if we did, it's
1: you're like right now we're shooting for an OEM. Yeah. That is what we're looking for. Right now we're here. We're, we are setting up distributors uh, across the Midwest, right? Uh, we are uh, we've uh, in talks with some e- people on the East Coast, um, you know, Pennsylvania and whatnot. Uh, got a person right now working out, out of, with Cat and Cali. Um, but we're trying to do, our market right now is to set up our own network of distributors across across the nation. in, in you know, our, but we are shooting for, for a few OEMs. You know, a few OEMs that want to come in, that want to give us a chance to show them that we make a better product than the other guys. We're using heavier wall tube than the other guys.
0: And heavier the-
1: heavier rubber. I mean, we use 80-durometer eight, rubber in our torsions. The other guys, they're only using 70. We're getting a longer-lasting axle. Not sure I am from Texas
0: because everything's bigger in Texas. And they
1: so. need that. <laughs> and here, and with the way, that, well, the way of the world, right? But, the, but specifically, the trailer industry is, is getting bigger and heavier. Right. Everybody wants a bigger, heavier trailer so they can put bigger, heavier stuff on it.
0: Because the end consumer ain't gonna give two shits if it's a seven thousand pound axle. That fucker's gonna put fourteen thousand pounds on a it seven thousand pound axle. Right. But no, you know. I know exactly what you mean. Um the yeah, there there's there's plenty of fish out in the ocean and it's funny because we built like in this show we dropped our ten K axle and that has stirred the pot a lot <laughs> I loved with it. With it with Absolutely them. loved and, it. And it's funny. I, I just find it humorous. But it's it's all good. I mean, I'm not here to try to compete with them. There's plenty of people outside that, you know, that just aren't getting the service. And that's what I'm us as a company want to pride is the service and
1: great quality. Absolutely. Absolutely. So And, and right now, um, right now, so for us, uh, we are having the best year uh, we've ever had in the history of the company uh, we got a new gm last year i call him the magic man you know he just he is he's makes the it magic happen. he makes it happen you know uh, uh we have an amazing uh, uh production manager his name's uh, uh bill hand we call him the shop grandpa you know and and uh and our team in the back man our team in the back like these guys have heart they love the company they're back there they're so efficient i cannot keep them i'm in sales up front I started as a welder as the company, yeah. right? And I work, and they allowed me to work my way up into sales, into the front office, and and uh, and I've been there about four years now, four years this month, uh, well actually last month, four years not in August, and uh, and I can tell you that our team in the back is just they're so efficient I can't keep them busy enough. But how are we having our best year, right, ever in the history of our company, making more money than we ever had? But these guys are so good back there that I I can't throw them enough work. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It is, you know?
0: it is. It is. It is. Um, so, how long have y'all been making torsion axles?
1: So, I think torsion axles have been, been about five or six years. You know, we got, it, it was a process getting, we had to design a press that allowed us to, to, to squeeze the rubber, to compress yeah. the rubber and freeze it. Right? We had to make our own plates. So the plates that allow the shape of the rubber to be, to be what it needs, right? Flat on one side, rounded on the other, so that way you can fit up against the inner bar and then fit in the four corners of the yeah. axle. So that was a little bit of a process, and then, uh, you know, sourcing the nitrogen to, to freeze and, and getting big enough tanks to, to keep that thing going, because, you know, firing one of those up ain't cheap.
0: Yeah, no. We <laughs> looked into it, and it's uh, it, it's it's uh, a large upfront investment. And right. But eventually it, it'll pay off because it's, it's uh, something that is there's not much of in the market right and now that's so great.
1: and what we're doing too is not only are we uh, you know freezing and, and slugging our own axles but we're also making our own uh, we're also welding our own inner bar dog bonus spindle spindles you know okay uh, we were buying them um, as one assembly at one point but found that we have we actually do a better it's actually a better product when we're pressing it ourselves and welding it in-house okay you know so so
0: before we go what is one one piece of advice that you'd give to those out there who are wanting to take a jump or wanting to take that risk of doing being different doing going against the grain like what we've been doing
1: yeah no absolutely you know don't let the don't let the big guys hold you down you know, do what it takes, persevere, don't give up, don't give up, you know, and find new ways to do things, you know, and, and don't keep all your eggs in one basket. I can tell exactly. you that. Yeah,
0: most I definitely. Don't keep
1: all your eggs in one basket. Network, meet people, get your name out there, talk to people, find out what other people are doing that works, you know. Yeah. I can tell that. You know, your guys' eight and ten Ks are awesome. Like we're we are uh, on the verge, about a year we'll be having, you know, the the eight K hybrid, the full eight eight and the full ten and, and uh what I can tell you is that you guys made a presence this year. You know, I I, I respect that and I envy it at the same time. You know, and uh, and we and we can learn a lot from each other. Yeah. You know, we can learn we're a lot here from to each h- other.
0: Two heads are better than one. Absolutely. Because the other guys are all they're well, I ain't even going to say it, but you no, know, two heads thinking from outside the box is a lot better than just continuing what they're doing. Right. So,
1: absolutely. But no. absolutely. Yeah, man. So I appreciate you having me on. Our, our flight's getting ready. They, they jumped our flight on us this morning, which oh, I was crap. telling you a little bit about that. And uh, uh, so I'm going to have to get out of here. Yeah. But, no, that's fine. I appreciate you. Uh, Dallas? Are you going to be in Dallas at Hell the Manufacturer yeah. Show? Well, let's do it again. Yes, let's sir. Do it again in a few months, right? Yes, sir. All be- right, man. Hey, appreciate it. it. No, I'm grateful to know you. I'll be calling you this week. Okay, go this, for this it. This Coming week, let's get together on the on the torsions yeah. and and figure out what we can collab on and, and if there's uh, room for us to work together. Hey, we'll uh, we'll, you
0: know. we'll call uh, Axel Plus and uh, Voyager and see what we can't do next year for like when we discussed. I ain't gonna go into much of that here. No, but, no, let's not talk
1: about yeah. that here. <laughs> All right, guys, appreciate it. All right, buddy.